Episode 148 of the Drive-By Podcast is sponsored by Les Delices Lafrenet, Montreal's top bakery and pastry shop with five locations, including the original in St. Leonard, Brossard, the South Shore of Montreal, where I live and my favorite spot, Montreal West, Rosemere, and Point Clear. Simply delicious, it's Les Delices Lafrenet. This is the Drive-By with Freeway Frank. The Drive-By Podcast is brought to you by OwnSpace. Thursday edition of the podcast. I'm Freeway Frank. How are you? I have a cold glass of water here right in front of me. Something I noticed right away when I walked in here in my studio with my sponsor. I share this amazing facility in Montreal with OwnSpace. You hear a lot about OwnSpace. You'll be hearing more about OwnSpace. And the thing is about where I am here, it's, it's like a loft in an old heritage building, but it's, it's not in the main building, it's on the side. I believe this was, I believe next door was like a convent, nuns were living, were, were domiciled, and this was the stable, because I can tell that they have some old school horse equipment, and it's more like a souvenir now. And they've modernized it, of course. So this is a very cool. They've kept the integrity of this building. So they have the bricks that you see behind me when I post stuff on social media or when you see the uh, the podcast videos on YouTube. That's real brick. And it's just beautiful in here and what they've done. And basically, I, I arrived here in uh, the spring. So as I said, they had horses down here. They had stables below. And upstairs, they made this cool loft, and this truly is like a man cave. That's where the Drive-By podcast is now, in the second chapter of the Drive-By. The first chapter was at my house. This is the second chapter. Why am I mentioning all this stuff? No, not because I'm paranoid that there might be ghosts or spirits in here. If there are, I'm sure I'll find out at some point, and there's nothing wrong with that. Anyone hearing me? I'm alone, by the way, right now. I'm kind of freaked out that I said that. But (laughs) if there is, I'm okay with it. I think I feel there's a good vibe in here. And if there are any kind of spirits, it's good spirits. But I have this cold glass of water. I'm going to take a sip. My mouth is very, very dry because now that the heat is on here, uh, picture an, an old school barn, but but modernized in the wintertime. It gets a little cooler. So now that the heat is on in here and the humidity levels have dropped, I find that every time I take a breath, <laughs> nice, don't get me wrong, but it's very dry. There you go. There's my sip of water. And so I, I thought I'd set the stage for, I like doing that for where I am. You know, it's like where I am, where I'm broadcasting from, what the vibe is. You know, you might be sitting down now and listening to this podcast or exercising. I know there's a lot of people that exercise when they're listening to the drive-by. Maybe you're driving in the car. Uh, Maybe it's at night. Maybe it's in the day. That's why my energy level changes depending on when I'm recording it. But at some point, I get excited during the podcast anyway. So there there are ups and downs, right? Kind of like life. That's, That's what my podcast is. Ups and downs, peaks and valleys. Now I'm about to get excited because Spotify released their 2023 wrapped. 
Now, this is also available for you to see all your favorite songs, all the songs you download during the year. It's available for artists that have their music up on there and they give you all the stats if you're an artist. And if you're a podcaster, they do the same thing, which I don't believe Apple does this, but Spotify does. And so they give you all these stats about your podcast. And my podcast, The Drive-By, has seen almost just one percentage point short of 80%, 79% growth this year, 79% more ears tuned into the drive-by podcast. The biggest growth was here in Canada, where 97%, that's a huge number, 97% of the people who listen to the drive-by are in Canada. The podcast is growing also pretty quickly in Ontario and Alberta. Those are two spots where the podcast seems to be doing the best after Quebec. Quebec is just, this is where the audience is for the podcast. And uh, then the second country where I also saw some growth is United States. And the third was Brazil. I have no idea what expats, uh, who the expats are that move there. Or maybe, I don't know, I'm, uh, I'm connecting with people in Brazil. Uh, Brazilian people are very passionate. Corazon, I think that's the way they say it. No, they're Portuguese. Never mind. <laughs> I think it's close, right? Isn't it the same word in Portuguese? Anyway, it, the, the podcast, seeing this and seeing the stats, makes only reaffirms in my mind that I need to keep doing this, need to keep focusing, and need to keep bringing it to the next level. Now, I do have good news for all of you. So I'm going to get this stuff out of the way and then get to a couple of things I wanted to talk about. But this is important because everything about my podcast is real. I don't edit out parts. I don't ask someone else, can I do this? Can I record this? What do you think? It's very rare that I've had to remove any kind of content from my podcast. I think one or two times I had to remove something that a guest asked me to remove that they said, and I made it a point to, I guess, tell the guests, this is the first and last time I do this. I will never do that again because my podcast is all about free speech and natural conversation. And I don't want to take anything out. But I will tell you, there were a couple of times where I guess people that were on the podcast didn't like what they said. Like, look, I don't give a shit about what I say. I, I, if, I've, if there was anything that I said that was bad, I've said it. In other words, that I had to say, I've said it. Anything that got me into trouble is what I'm getting at. I've already said. By the way, 99 straight weeks that this podcast has been at least a charting on the Canadian chart, which is exciting because the more support you get and monetization that you get for the podcast, the more it makes you want to come in and keep doing it, right? All fun and games for somebody doing it as a hobby. I'm going to you know, go get myself a microphone, a couple of cameras and everybody. I was having this conversation with a buddy today. Everybody hosts a podcast now. At some point, the same way we have social media and everybody has an outlet to say what they want, everyone will have a podcast too. That's coming because it seems like everybody does have one. Now, uh, sustaining one, maintaining one, keeping it afloat, doing the work, that's the hardest part. If you do it as a hobby, that's one thing. If you don't care how many people listen to the podcast, fine. You know, if you, if you get your shits and giggles, that gets you going, right? That gets your mojo going, whatever. Good. I'm not criticizing that. For me, 
I've done it, meaning I've talked into a microphone for so long. I don't need to do this. I, I was a lawyer all my life. I was, a, not that I was a lawyer, I was a doctor. I worked in insurance. Uh, I sold shoes. I worked, and then now all of a sudden, I didn't do any of those things. I'm just giving you an example. And then now all of a sudden, you know what? Let me do a podcast because, you know, well, 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 why not? Everyone else is doing That's not how this started. This started because I did my broadcasting, and then this was the obvious next step because this is not where it's going we're already here we're already at the moment where podcasting has taken over when you're putting your heart and soul into something and you're making sure that it looks good sounds good content of course is the number one thing but aesthetics is everything else you know like you know you could tell the people that just they they, they kind of like do it and they just put it out there and that's fine and there are people that by the way have massive podcasts and they look horrible and sound horrible so who am i to say that um so it has nothing to do with that but i'm the type of person i've always been a perfectionist whether it sounds horrible whether the content is bad i have to make sure whether the content is good or bad that everything looks and sounds good and is what what's the word professional i'll never be accused of putting out something that is garbage or unprofessional because I believe and I've always believed that that's one thing I truly believe in is I'm professional. And I don't do this like, you know, I'm going to do it today and then maybe I'll do it next week and then maybe I'll do it a month from now and then I'll do it again in two months. No, but to get to chapter three, chapter four, it takes a lot of work. The growth is very slow, but but you could see it happening and when i look at 2023 wrapped on spotify brings a smile to my face i have nothing else to say but thank you for the people that have been there since the start the people that have found the podcast in the last year the part of the 79 percent of the new people that have joined in and hopped hopped on to this uh, bandwagon and by the way it's a cool bandwagon this bandwagon when we started and i say we because i know the people that have been here from the start it's your podcast too, but you're here for a reason. You don't have to be here. What it comes down to is I'm appreciative of the people who have been here since the start, the people who have supported, the guests who have come on, and I won't forget that. I won't forget that. No matter what happens, this sinks like the Titanic or flies like the Concorde before that big crash. Uh, I'm going to be giving it my 100%, but I want you to know that I'm excited about what's to come in 2024 and keep working hard to bring it to the next level. Okay, well, this would have never happened on the radio because if I was talking this long on the radio, they would have told me, Frank, if you ever talk this long again and say the things that you said again, which nobody cares about, we're going to give you more music to play. I remember that was always the threat. The more you talk, the more music we give you to play. (laughs) Can you imagine? No word of a lie. I'm not making this up. It's crazy. It's like a PTSD. It stays in you. People who have worked in my industry, a lot of people who have moved on, some are not working in it, some are podcasting now, some are doing other things, some are retired, some of, who knows what they're doing, but they, they all have it in them because I hear them sometimes talking. I see them sometimes talking and it's still in them. It's like some things you can't forget. <laughs> it's like psychological. They messed with us so many years in the industry. The industry, I'm telling you, is does not treat its people well. And this is why you have therapy sessions. I have therapy sessions on the drive-by podcast. You're my therapist on the other side. I can't see you. And I'm just the guy sitting on the couch talking. 
Hopefully somebody's listening. Thank you. I think you are. Episode 148 of the Drive-By Podcast is sponsored by Les Delices Lafrenet. With Christmas just around the corner, they've got all the Christmas gift baskets you will need to give this year. Beautiful, the way they package them together. Some will have the panettone in it, chocolates, other Italian products they sell now at the expanded Brossard location of Les Delices Lafrenet on Tachereau. Or you could check them out at their other four Montreal locations, five in total, for the best cakes, custom cakes, themed cakes for your birthdays, anniversaries. I'm telling you, you could trust these guys with your life celebration, whatever it is you're having. They'll make the cake you want. For any occasion, it's Les Delices, Lafrenet. Wanted to bring up the story, and you don't have to be a sports fan or a baseball fan to appreciate what I'm about to say, or at least understand what I'm about to say. Because it is a baseball sports story. About 13 years ago, Andre Dawson, who used to play with the Montreal Expos, was inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown, New York. That's where the Hall of Fame is. I grew up a big baseball fan, big Montreal Expos fan, loved Andre Dawson, number 10, center fielder. The Hawk was his nickname. This guy was, he had a bum knee, okay, mostly because he played on artificial turf at the Olympic Stadium which might have something to do with the story I'm about to mention. So Andre Dawson comes out again because originally when he got inducted into the Hall of Fame, he wanted to go in as a Chicago Cub. He played 11 years in Montreal. He played six years in Chicago. But he's most remembered for playing for the Montreal Expos. However, for him, he always felt he should be inducted as a Chicago Cub. He said... He had a, an amazing connection with the Chicago fans and the Chicago fan base. See, I always thought, I mean, his best years, obviously he was older when he went to Chicago. His best years, top years, MVP years, were for the Montreal Expos. So what does this story have to do with anything that I'm about to talk to that you might be interested in if you're not a sports fan? Okay, well, it's very important. We all care. We really do. Maybe... I think there's different degrees of caring, but we all care. I mean, let's be honest. We all care about we think. Like what you care about what you think. Because you can't lie to yourself. At the end of the day, you look at yourself in the mirror. You care about what you think, right? And to him, getting into the Baseball Hall of Fame, his legacy... Right? We all seem or want to think that we have some kind of legacy, something we're leaving behind for, for somebody, even though in 100 years no one will remember who we are and how depressing. But we all want to be remembered for something. So for him, we're all nostalgic. Not necessarily live in the past, but we like to visit the past. And we remember our best times and our best moments, whether it's in our career or traveling or whatever happened to us in our life. We always think about those best moments. Come, I mean, come on, right? I do. And you think about, oh, remember when? Maybe it was someone who was still around who's not around anymore that made up some of those key moments in your life. We remember the people that mentored us, the people that got us to where we are today. 
And so everyone has a moment in life or a period in life you put in your highlight reel and say, yeah, that was like, that was amazing. That was an amazing time for me. It was, even though I had a lot of incredible times in my life and a lot of fantastic moments in my career, some of the best moments in my life came when I lived in Vancouver. My radio time in Vancouver were some of the most memorable moments in my life and in my career. And if I were to be remembered for something on the air, even though I had some amazing killer times in Montreal, Calgary, Toronto, for me, the hat I would be wearing or my Vancouver radio years. It, they, were, they were just phenomenal. It was a different time. It was before internet, social media, and all that stuff, when the radio was all of that. Lately, the Much Music documentary has been touring across Canada. Rick Campanelli was here, my dear friend, on my podcast a few podcasts back, and we were talking about nostalgia and all those moments, how, how much Much Music played a big part in our lives, or maybe it was Music Plus if, if you're here in Quebec. But the point being is we remember those songs that we heard, the bands that we went and see, all these moments. Life is made up of all these moments. So for him, for Andre Dawson, the thing he remembers the most, his moment, is mostly with Chicago. You can't take that away from him. Even though I'm hurt as a fan, it does sting a little bit it's like oh all those years in montreal he'd rather go into the hall of fame as a chicago cup and chicago is a great city it's a wonderful city but so is montreal two different cities but in many ways two big metropolitan cities with a lot of character right with a lot of culture chicago known for things montreal known for things that's canadian counterpart so i get why he wants that. But now there's people, again, shitting on Andre Dawson saying, how dare he do that? How dare he disrespect us in Quebec? How dare he disrespect us in Montreal after those 11 years where he played here and the love that he got and he would much rather be wearing the Chicago Cubs cap. You can't take that away from him. It was his moment. Yes, we shared in the moment but it was his moment, and that's what he would most like to be remembered for. So one day, at the end of the world, or Armageddon, right, when everything comes crumbling down, and just like the pyramids or the Mayans with their pyramids, whoever survives, the cockroaches and a couple of people, and they're pulling through uh, the, the ruins, the ruins of the Baseball Hall of Fame, and they come across this guy named Andre Dawson. Oh, look, he played for some team called the Chicago Cubs. He wants to be remembered for that. I get it. I do. I get it. Nothing he said, nothing he believes in is anything different than what we hold, all of us, true to our own memories and our own heart. We want to remember certain things. Those moments mean a lot to us. If we shared in those moments, if you shared in those moments with a public, okay, you may be a private person, you may not live as a public figure, but if you did, what moments would you want everyone to remember you for? That's it. 
That's that's what he wants to be remembered for, and, and I get it. And this really hit a chord with me because as you get older and as time flies, as you mature and as you grow up, all you have <laughs> is time. You start getting a lot more time and you start thinking back, replaying moments in your in your life. And I'm sure as a guy who played professional sports, Andre Dawson is looking at that and that bothers him, right? Just like that one moment in your life you can't get back for whatever reason or the person that you're no longer with in a relationship or the job that you had which was great but then all good things come to an end. Everybody just wants to be able to hold on to that moment and for him, it's wanting people to remember him for that. And I get it. So Andre Dawson will always be an expo in my heart, but if they change the cap, I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. I know it means a lot to him. Plus, who knows what was going on in, in Montreal that may have left a sour taste in his mouth back in the day. I mean, come on, look what's happening now. We got bike paths everywhere. Streets are congested, pylons everywhere, city and infrastructure is falling apart. Things take years and years and years to build or rebuild. It's a disaster. Lots of corruption. Just when you think the corruption is gone, they've solved it. Corruption returns. Look, who knows what was going on? I know for a fact that the 80s and the 70s were some amazing times in Montreal. So I'm sure he had good times, but I'm sure it didn't help that he was playing in the Olympic Stadium with uh, the the, uh, the fans. And what I mean by the fans is, yeah, well, the fans, the spectators, not too many of them, right? <laughs> after a while, after a few years, I mean, they were there and then they weren't there. And then the fans, as in the, the air conditioning, the motors in, in center field, and he used to play center field, that were very loud and the artificial turf that busted his knee. Uh, gee, yeah. I wonder why he would not have such great memories, maybe, of Montreal. Might not want to be remembered as playing for this team. I get it. Who knows if he had some run-ins with people or language problems or whatever the case is. You don't know. We don't know. So there's more to the story. I think hey, it'd be great to have Andre Dawson out here. But I, I wanted to bring up that, that story because I thought there was a lot more to that story. I mean, if you really dissect it, which I just did on this podcast, it's very relatable, right? We are all, or could all be Andre Dawson, at least at some point in our lives, looking back. Episode 148 of the Drive-By Podcast is sponsored by Les Delices Lafrenet, custom cake for your wedding next year, or for any occasion, they'll make the theme cake for you. Great pastries at the Brossard location. They've expanded. They have many Italian products now. They have the panettones for Christmas, which is about a month away, just around the corner, and the amazing Christmas holiday baskets. Go check them out. Brossard, Montreal West, Point Claire, Rosemere, St. Leonardo. Check them out online at Les Delices. La Frenette, simply delicious, simplement délicieux. And hopefully you found this podcast to be a little sweet, maybe sour. I'm hoping sweet because that's what La Frenette is all about. You could comment or review on Apple, five star on Spotify, or check out any of the past episodes on YouTube. Soon, 
to have more people occupying this chair right across from me. Guests are coming up in the month of December, and I can't wait. It's Freeway Frank. Thank you so much for tuning in. Ciao for now. The Drive-By with Freeway Frank. The Drive-By Podcast is brought to you by OwnSpace.